Welcome to Code Red Talk with Lady Narlene McLaughlin. What is Code Red? Glad you asked. It is building a culture of debt elimination through spiritual renewal, education, and discipline. This podcast aims to help you shift your finances and improve your physical and spiritual health. Listen closely as Lady Narlene gives you the tools needed to break cycles and put us on the right path to success. We invite you to lean in, listen up, and take notes as we dive into the Code Red Talk with Lady Narlene. We're good back. morning. Good morning. Good day. Good day. We're back. I feel like it's been a while, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a week. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. We for good reason. We're we're glad to be back um, <clears throat> with a really good topic. I think a needed topic. And yes, a desperately needed topic. Yes, even before the pandemic, we needed to talk mm-hmm. about it. But even yeah. so, like even more so now. Absolutely, um, we've been quarantined in some way, shape, fashion, or form for over a year. We've um, had to learn how to live differently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of adjustments. A lot of adjustments. In every area. Work, home, school, kids, relationships, how we worship, how, I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. this has been a lot of change and that can be difficult. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really, really excited. I've been looking forward to this episode all season. Um, we're talking about mental health. Yeah. And we will probably end up having a follow up session yeah. at some point in well because it is definitely, definitely, definitely needed. I do a lot of counseling and, um, Many, many, many people are suffering from anxiety and stress and fear. And as we know, what's prevalent now is suicide. Mm -hmm. I mean, and all these things typically will lead to that if left unchecked. Mm -hmm. And so mental illness is something that unfortunately has gone for decades being one of those taboo topics, you just don't talk about it mm-hmm. if you have someone in your family that needs mental, mental that's mentally ill, mm-hmm. and uh, particularly yourself, if you are struggling with something, you just don't tell people. Look, I think I'm schizophrenic. I'm hearing voices. I'm seeing things, and because mm-hmm. the first thing they're gonna say, "Oh, great, you're just crazy," mm-hmm. you know. But for many years, we as as believers in the church. Um, because we were so spiritual, we tagged everything. It's just a demon. It's a spirit. We're just going to pray for you and cast it out. Yes. And so many people have gone without proper treatment. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it's been a problem for years. But now with additional world stress that, that we're all uh, ex- experiencing, it's just now exponentially uh, increased. Yeah. You know, one of the things I, I realize is there's, you know, kind of a continuum of mental health. It, it, I'll say it starts kind of with stressors and mm-hmm. um, anxiety and leads into depression, but it very quickly grows into more. And depending on where you are kind of in that, I'm, I'm going to call it a yeah. spectrum or line, yeah. that line, um, you, you may need more or less help. Right. Like, Absolutely. It's, it's like with people fail to realize that the body and the mind are so intertwined together. You mm-hmm. cannot separate. You can't take your brain out of your body and still live, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, so you have physiological uh, uh, conditions that can arise. You have uh, spiritual things that can arise mm-hmm. like unconfessed sin, unrepented of sin, and mm-hmm. all these kind of stuff will affect you and guilt and, you know, shame and all this kind of stuff can impact your brain. Mm-hmm. 
which in turn affect your way of thinking now because yep. you become paranoid. What if they found out? What if somebody mm-hmm. know what I did? You know, mm-hmm. your, your par- self-talk Absolutely. Becomes, yeah. And, and uh, same thing like, you know, with your body, if you put a little bit of bad stuff in your body, it's, it's going to be okay. It can handle it. But you keep putting bad stuff in your body, you more stuff bad stuff in your body. It's it, overwhelming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, our mental conditions are closely tied with our spiritual and physical conditions. And we as a church haven't learned to 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 realize that because we've compartmentalized them mm-hmm. and said, oh, girl, you're just thinking crazy. You know? mm-hmm. No, there's something that was a precursor mm-hmm. that led to that because God gave us a sound mind. Yes. A sound mind. Yeah. And, you know, and he tells us he'll give us that perfect peace when we keep our mind focused on him and heavenly things. Mm-hmm. So why is it then that so many Christians are struggling with mental illness yeah they seem to be doing that they're at church they're shouting they're dancing mm-hmm. but then they go home at night and they cry themselves to sleep or they get in the parking lot and they they, they fall apart yeah i mean it, it isn't even getting home anymore where there's a trigger it, yeah. it's literally getting right outside the doors of the church and all our holy ghost leaves and it's like yeah. that's a whole different person what happened yeah yeah so for the for the believer for the listener who's who's sitting here listening to this who struggles with i'm gonna walk down the continuum right mm-hmm. so um maybe a little bit of uncertainty depression anxiety right and they're saying hey i'm praying i, I read i read my bible mm-hmm. I, and, it, and it's not getting any better what are the things that they can do or things they can put in place um what are the the verses that they should be reading that that will help bring revelation to to well, that element that's a broad question because mm-hmm. you must first diagnose what the condition is okay. or where they are on the spectrum okay and then recognize and realize that there are many components that could have led to their condition. Mm-hmm. It could be physical. It could be mm-hmm. uh, social, okay. you know, rejection, bullying, the mm-hmm. big thing now. Mm-hmm. It could be um, uh, a trauma that happened in the early mm-hmm. age, which is often the case. Mm-hmm. Or trauma happens somewhere along the way, a mm-hmm. bad divorce yep. or, you Abandonment. know. Abandonment. Yes, yep. Yep. yes, yes. Uh, all of those things are are precursors to mental illness okay and so you must first try to seek what the problem really is and then say okay let's try now try to get to the bottom of this where did this come from okay but first as a as a, a client a potential client they must first admit that they do have a problem yeah. because so often you know because other people say oh girl you're all right you're gonna be all right you'll get over it you yeah. know we all go through that you know periodically and yes, we all go through various trials. Many people go through divorce. Many people go through rejection. Some handle it very well. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Again, it's the same with our, our physical bodies. Some people are weathering this COVID very well because their bodies were already in good shape toward it all. Mm-hmm. Those who are unhealthy, considered high risk, they're not doing too good. Right. So it's the same with the mind. If you already have a sound, solid, strong mind, especially rooted in the word of God, mm-hmm. you're able to weather many of the things that will come at us to try to mm-hmm. trigger mental illness or, or cause mental illness in us. So uh, it's kind of a weighted questions. But once you realize you have a problem, you have to now seek help. Mm-hmm. And um, I was reading statistics and it said that, 40% of the people who are classified, who have been classified as mental illness, 43% of them don't seek help. Mm. And then as many as 75, almost 75% of facilities or organizations that offer services don't have enough facilitators and don't have, like there's a shortage of certain doctors right now. Gotcha. Well, there is a shortage of 
mental health facility absolutely mm-hmm. to okay. be able to deal with the situation and you can see that definitely in churches because you'll have no one there in the whole church mm-hmm. that feels qualified to be able to counsel people mm-hmm. it's like i said for too many years as a church we've often said it's just a demon we're going to pray for you we're just going to pray for this sister that god will give her a stable mind mm-hmm. you know and again it may be physiological mm-hmm. unless she get on some type of drug to it may balance be it. Absolutely, it can be anything. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not always a demon. Mm-hmm. You know, many times it's not a demon. When you talk about the world population, mm-hmm. almost half of the world, the world population, at some point struggle with thoughts of suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yep. that's a big number. Yeah. And so you got to say, OK, what's really going on? So there are a lot of factors involved. You know, one of the things I, I appreciate you you talked about is, you know, getting help or asking for help. And if you're in a, a company, a lot of times they have what's called an EAP, an mm-hmm. employee assistance program. It's usually free for a certain number. Yeah. It usually extends to you and everyone in your household mm-hmm. that's covered. Um, and they will assist you with finding support and resources. They want healthy workers. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And we don't have to be ashamed about it because, again, years ago, you know, crazy uncles and and cousins were kind of like, you don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. I had uh, an uncle who for 50 over 50 years lived with post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. He went to the military, didn't come back the same, Mm -hmm. you know, and so he literally had to be taken care of Mm -hmm. by someone because he talked to himself, he'd Mm -hmm. get up and just start walking and never got healed before he passed. And Mm -hmm. so everybody, Dan stayed in the back, Uncle Dan's in the back. Mm -hmm. They kind of put him off to the side. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And, and didn't really seek the proper help that he needed. But a lot of people are ashamed when, you know, they say, okay, what's, what's going on? You've been out for a while. How many people are going to say, well, yeah, I'm suffering for schizophrenia and I'm going through treatment? Nobody wants to say that. Yeah. But you were, if you're out for a kidney problem or you're out for yeah. you had heart surgery, oh, yeah. Pray I'm for me. Up. I'm having a surgery. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 But who comes to you and say, pray for me. I'm going mm-hmm. to see a psychiatrist today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. it's the same. You Just like your physical body gets attacked by the enemy from all kinds of angles and you get afflicted, mm-hmm. sometimes really overtaken. The same thing with the mind. Yep. It can get afflicted. It can get sick. Yep. And so you gladly go to a medical doctor. You do. Why don't you gladly go to a mental health doctor or and professional? So I studied psychology and I, I'm passionate about it. While I use that, I'm, I don't operate in that solely. But one of the things I realize is we go to medical doctors mm-hmm. to um, help us with our um, our health. We we send our kids to school to learn how to learn, right, to, to learn sp- certain skills. We go to a financial planner to learn about finances. There are people who are trained and gifted and graced to know how to do these things and help you navigate those those things. Same with mental health and those those stressors. There are professionals. They're not trying to get in your mind and shrink your mind and make you think you're crazy. No, they are trained to help you. God has graced them with the the ability to um, help you assess and understand Mm -hmm. and develop skills to overcome some of the challenges that you have. Absolutely. That's the piece I think that people sometimes they just they just miss all that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things, though, as believers, we have to realize, though, just as there are bad doctors, mm-hmm. there are good doctors, mm-hmm. there are doctors that are more um, really concerned about you overall and will, and will recommend nutritional changes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then there are doctors who just want to get money Check and the do box. surgery and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to be very careful when seeking a mental health professional. Yes. Because 
especially today, because today the thought is, well, you think you're a girl? That's fine. It's okay to think you're a girl. Yes. You know? Yep. Or, yep. Yep. Okay, but you were born so you, a male. you molested your mother. Mm-hmm. Well, that was just a bonding experience because you so wanted to be mm. in touch with your mom. Mm-mm. No, that mm. was called incest and sin, and mm-hmm. we have to deal with it as such. Yep. Now, you may be struggling with that guilt, mm-hmm. that shame, mm-hmm. that unconfessed sin. Mm-hmm. All of those things will lead to mental illness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you have to be very, very, very careful who you seek as a medical professional to yep. engage you in your mental treatment and therapy. That is, okay, I want to I wanna stick on that just a minute, right? What are things that people should be asking, believers should be asking um, when they're engaging a, a mental health professional or like, you know, you make an appointment, you, you look at their website. Cause this is, this is what my friends do, right? Like they look on the website, the mm-hmm. website looks cool. Looks wonderful. The reviews look good. Right. Oh my gosh, they're amazing. And then they go and something, something in their, something in their mm-hmm. gut, right. Something in their spirit says, ah, this might not be the person for me. What are some things that they can do beforehand or questions they can ask beforehand to help them identify if, if, this, if this is, is the, the right, right one? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. I'm bold. <laughs> and even yes. in, even in seeking a yes, lady. physical doctor for my <laughs> physical body, mm-hmm. I I have called numerous people and say, "Well, is Doctor So and So a Christian? Do you know?" Oh well, yeah, they're they're a good person. Well, I'm really looking for a Christian doctor, mm-hmm. and I just want to know, you know. What faith is here? What what background? You know, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. I ask those questions because yep. again, that's important. Absolutely, yes. but the average person won't ask that. Mm-hmm. They'll ask you that on their on their um on their form on their forms on their intake forms. Yes. What religion are you? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, but we're so mm-hmm. passive as believers. So no, I would ask the, the the straight up, you know, and then I would really ask what type of psychiatry school that they attend. Okay, you know, just in the medical field, or different types of medical doctors, there are different kinds of psychiatrists mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and so i would ma- i would ask you know okay what's your background in mm-hmm. you know how what's much, your specialty how many, yeah what's mm-hmm. your specialty how much mm-hmm. experience do you have mm-hmm. i ask these type of questions because i want to know yep i'm trusting you with my mind mm-hmm. i mean you're going to be vulnerable uh, in absolutely. that way absolutely yes you know and um even with so have you experienced any of these things that i'm talking about can mm-hmm. you relate to what i'm talking about mm-hmm. You know, Jesus was touched with the feelings of all of our infirmities. He was mm. tormented in that garden. His mm-hmm. mind was, you know, mm-hmm. all messed up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I'm not afraid to ask all of those very vital, important questions. Yep, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. So, one, acknowledge that there's a problem, right? Seek, seek help. Uh, seek help, right? Ask for help. Um, and be involved in 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 that help right and de- in determining who that is um that's going to be helping you through this you know through this Process. season yeah well other than, another thing you need to do once you find that good doctor you prayed about it and and they don't necessarily have to be a christian but they have to have certain morals and stand and standards and an understanding mm-hmm. of the basic tenets of the word of god okay again there's so many parents don't believe in spanking mm-hmm well, the psychiatrist will tell you, yes, it's going to damage their psyche mm-hmm. and they're going to grow up being violent individuals. I don't need you telling me that. That's mm-hmm. not what the word of God says. And now you're just feeling from mm-hmm. guilt because mm-hmm. you spanked your child. That's perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You obey the word of God, then your conscience is clear. Mm-hmm. You know, you have mm-hmm. peace with God because you know you've obeyed God. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, 
And then you have to make sure in your circle of influence, you have the right people supporting you. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. So you, you got want people undermining. <laughs> yeah. And they're telling you their opinion and what I would do and what I think. Well, you haven't experienced what I've experienced. Yep. You, you've not gone through that. And even if you have, say I'm a divorced uh, individual and now I'm just extremely depressed and overwhelmed because I can't handle the kids, I can't handle the bills, mm-hmm. I'm suffering from anxiety, all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is another person over here who went through a divorce. And, you know, they're doing great. They're the like, bounce back is yeah, A-OK. Yeah, they, I am. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Girl, what you need to do is just do this. Well, your husband was an extremely abusive, didn't beat you every other day, mm-hmm. left you with not a dime. You know, you, you had to get lose your house, kicked out on the street, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You walked away with alimony, child support, all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm relying on just the system. Get, yeah, is, just yeah. pray and God will yeah. just, no. Yeah. So you need to make sure that your support system is sound themselves. Yeah, we're mm. missing that element, like the yeah. village element. You know, we, we talk yeah. about it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to be a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you think about it, God didn't create us to be alone and to be an island and to be isolated. Um, he He created us to, you know, be in, be in friendship and be in relationship and have good sound counsel. And so if you're... If you are struggling with an issue and the people around you are pacifying that issue or not encouraging you Absolutely. to get help, mm-hmm. one, that's not the right circle for you. But two, you know, you do need to get help and seek wise counsel and, and better friends. It's going to it's going to hinder your healing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's like if I suffer from diabetes and I know I shouldn't eat certain things. I'm not going to hang around someone who's, oh, girl, come on, have some of these ribs. You know you want them. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, eat Ooh, some of this. Good. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, and you're constantly urging mm-hmm. me on when you know I'm I'm suffering in that area physically. It's the same mm-hmm. way emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, you're, you're surrounded by someone who's always depressed and, you know, you're going to call them for comfort. Mm-hmm. I, they're depressed too Mm -hmm. so they're gonna drag you down right along with yeah (laughs) yeah so you just don't do that but i see that a lot you know i i see that a lot with people they don't know first of all where to get proper assistance from and then when they because with every treatment you have surgery you're going to need someone to physically help you and to be there with you for a while you're going to need that support team to really get whole and if they're not spiritual or they're not of a sound mind themselves, mm-hmm. or they're not a strong mental person themselves, they're not the one that need to be walking you through your healing process. Yeah, they're going to hinder your healing versus mm-hmm. help your healing. And you don't, mm-hmm. you definitely don't want that, especially after you've gone through the work of asking for help, you, seeking yes, help. Yes, you've you got beyond someone. that yes. shame and, and, and fear. You've now confessed your faults mm-hmm. so you can be healed, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. uh, now you get, the proper treatment or instructions for treatment from a professional. And then you got this person over here mm-hmm. and it could be a close relative. Mm-hmm. And that conflict develops there because yeah. you don't want to disobey mama. Cause mama say, girl, I'm you need to do this. Anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the meantime, you're like, you know what you need and you know, what's helping you. Mm-hmm. But mama keeps saying, why are you ma- wasting all your money on going to that man? When you know, you need money to pay your light bill. Mm-hmm. Like, Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um I think that's where um boundaries is believers. We 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 need to go back and revisit that page of <laughs> of our discipleship because mm-hmm. sometimes we put um people in the position I was I was studying and um in the in the Bible where the Jesus was inviting the man to come with him and he said, Hold on, let me go bury my father mm-hmm. and um and and Jesus was like, 
now nah, let the dead bear the dead. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think sometimes because of our relationships, we allow that to hinder our healing and hinder um, our ability to grow and, and be who God is calling us to be. Absolutely. So Absolutely. he wants us to be healthy and whole. Mm-hmm. That's the whole purpose for Jesus coming. Mm-hmm. I came to set the captives free. Mm-hmm. You've been held captive in your mind and in your thinking for all these years and thinking, well, it's that's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. That's not the way God wants you to be. Yeah. That's not his best for you. Yep. And so, yeah, seeking help and, and having that professional available that can really bring you solid deliverance and healing and wholeness mm-hmm. is um is a is a definite key to your healing. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a I'm a flip it just a little bit. So what if you are a believer and you have a loved one who you see is suffering from mental illness or, you know, a mental break or a mental mm-hmm. breakdown and as a believer, how can we approach those people in love, right? But but in truth, right? The truth mm-hmm. in love. Um in a way that that does that brings help and healing versus hinders people or discourages them. Well, I I just recently experienced this last week when I went home, you know, mm-hmm. um, for my brother's funeral. My sister, I have a sister. My youngest sister had been struggling with depression and alcoholism, and just I'm sure she had suicide thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for about two years, wow. she's been struggling with alcohol off and on for several years. Mm-hmm. But when the pandemic hit, I mean, that just accentuated mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she fell into such a, a deep depression that she wouldn't even leave the house. She would never wow. go anywhere. Okay. And her daughter was like, we don't know what to do. You know, mm-hmm. we just we try to coerce her. She'll come and let's go to dinner. Let's go that. And she, no, she didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And and just through prayer and the power of God. And I. I felt so uh, compelled to call her about two weeks ago. And um, I didn't know she was that deeply depressed. I Mm -hmm. knew she'd been struggling with alcohol and Mm -hmm. I knew she'd kind of withdrawn and um, just had experienced a lot of things that lost her job that she had for 30 years of no fault of her own. She she got injured and and they've had two surgeries and it didn't Mm -hmm. work and Mm -hmm. all that. So So she returned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now she's feeling uh, no value, Mm -hmm. rejected, all this kind of stuff. Because her identity is there. Going through all of that. And it just pulled her into that deep, dark place. And so I felt led to call her, and I know it was the Spirit of God saying, call her Mm -hmm. now. I Mm -hmm. was on the way to work. Mm -hmm. And so I called her, and she kind of immediately shut me down. Like oftentimes, you know, people who really don't know Christ or really think, you know, I don't Mm want to hear that today. They'll Mm kind of shut you down. But she kind of really immediately shut me down Mm -hmm. that day. Mm -hmm. And when I hung up, I was like, God, I know that was you. Mm -hmm. I know that was you telling me to call her. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, what's up with that? You Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. and and just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so when I got to Memphis and and her daughter was telling us that everything was going on, I was like, oh, okay, she's really struggling. Mm -hmm. And so just through prayer and constantly speaking the word of God to her and, you know, God is good, you know, God loves you, whatever, because she she will, yeah, yeah, I know he does, I know he does, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. not really receiving it. But they had planned a, um, her daughter had just really gotten to wit's end about, I don't know how to get her help. She, you know, she just, yeah. yeah. So anyway, they planned a big 60th birthday party for her to surprise her. Mm -hmm. And she had no idea, no idea. Mm -hmm. So we go by the house that morning and because we weren't going to be able to stay for the the party. party. And we were like, well, girl, what's going on? We just want to come by and see you, Mm -hmm. you know, and just Mm -hmm. play with you, you know, Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, like, and I said, well, you have a birthday coming up soon, don't you? And she said, well, yeah, it's tomorrow. And I said, what are you going to do? 
She said, well, I finally decided to go out with my daughter. Her daughter tricked her and said she was on a wedding, and mm-hmm. she knew the couple in the wedding, too. Okay. And so um, so I'm going to go to this wedding. Long story short, she goes to the party and cries from the time she gets out of the car oh. till the time she goes to sleep. I called her the next day and asked her, well, how did it go? Oh, I'm mad at you, too, because you were in on it, too. And I said, well, I didn't have anything to do with it. I just got to about it, you know. Yeah. And uh, no, 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 all of it. I just can't believe it. <laughs> I just can't believe that many people love me. Because Satan had been lying to her all wow. this time. And that's what happened when you're in a depressed state. Mm-hmm. He lies to you and mm-hmm. tells you, you you need to die. Go ahead and just, mm-hmm. you feel Nobody like all this pain you. Nobody and pressure. Cares. Yeah, yep. You've been here for yep. years. Go ahead and just take your life. Yep. And generally that's what it will eventually lead to. Mm-hmm. And um, But she was like, she said, I literally cried myself to sleep. Wow. I cried. And my sister said she kept crying to the whole party. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, girl, come on and eat. You know, you can't mm-hmm. cry all night. She, she but she said, I night. did. I mm-hmm. cried. I cried myself to sleep. Mm. She said, I am a new person. I am a new person. Wow. And I'm like, praise God. Thank, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. He is an awesome God. Yeah. He's so it was through patience of prayer mm-hmm. and continually reach out a similar experience happened with my uh, nephew of mine as well mm-hmm. and um he had been disconnected from the family for about mm-hmm. 10 years or so okay. and so i got wind of it when i first discovered it like five and a half years ago so i Oh, text him. What's going on? What, mm-hmm. what is what is up? You know, mm-hmm. he was experiencing all kinds of bitterness and hatred mm-hmm. and unforgiveness. Anger. Oh, yes, yep. yep, yes, and he he too was kind of like a recluse because I don't want to be around anybody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just kept loving on him. Yeah, I would text him periodically. Rabbi, just checking in on mm-hmm. you. I'm sorry you shut down on me. You know, and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> but just sorry we and, got disconnected. Yeah, and and he's a professing Christian, and I believe yeah. he is. You know, yeah. he's a professing yeah. Christian, yeah. and he um nice young man. Never did the streets. Never did the party. Yeah. Any of that type of stuff. Yeah. And anyway, so for five and a half years, I would text him. Wow, and he would never respond. Mm-hmm. He had never responded. Mm-hmm. So. When when my brother passed, who was his father, mm-hmm. I immediately texted him. Yeah. Robert, just know you're hurting right now. I just mm-hmm. want to let you know I'm praying for you, but I'm here for you. you mm-hmm. If you need me, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He texted me back immediately. <gasps> He'd been getting him texts. Immediately <laughs> with this, you know, the sad emoji yeah. and said, thank you. Yeah. That's all he said. So he's reading him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I knew he was reading them. Okay. You can see in your phone when people are reading your text. Okay, okay. So anyway, um, but iPhone. he would never respond. <laughs> okay, and I have So he would never respond to me. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I texted him back and uh, yeah, gave him some time. And I texted mm-hmm. him back and I said, well, I know you're inundated with phone calls and stuff and stuff right now. but Or texts or whatever. Young people do text on the phone calls. Amen. And, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I said, if you need me, I'm here for you. But I would love to physically talk with you mm-hmm. just to hear your voice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he texted me back. And he said, well, give me time to process some things and just give me a time and I'll call you back. And later on that night, he called me back. We talked for two hours. Praise God. You know, and he was saying, God has, two years ago, God delivered me from so much stuff. I mean, just just his trial and what he went through and, and how literally he almost died. Wow. You know, but he was just struggling in his mind with all this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm bitter. I'm hating mm-hmm. because nobody loved me when I was a child. And, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. he'd been told all this nonsense. But, yeah, it's through patience, perseverance, 
continue to demonstrate the love of God. Yeah. Don't ostracize or criticize. Mm-hmm. You know, you this way because you, you know your daddy was an alcoholic and that's why you suffer mm-hmm. from this. Mm-hmm. But that may be true, but there's a way to deal with that and there's mm-hmm. a way to say that because that same person is resenting their dad and hating yeah. their dad. Yeah. So you're, you're just throwing so you're not fuel. speaking life. Yeah, yeah you're speaking fear. Yeah, and you're yeah. pouring fuel on the fire. Yeah. You know, you're not telling me something I need to hear or want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm I hated him too, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we um, you you have to be. And I would say if you're not trained a little bit mm-hmm. in a counseling field, mm-hmm. don't try to counsel people. Oh yes, you can say that for all uh, the people in the back. Yes, yeah. just, just don't don't do it. Absolutely, because you do more damage. If I were good. you, Ugh. and this what you should do, you're yeah. not me. Yeah, you don't know all of you the shouldn't in, feel that way. Intangibles. Don't yeah. tell them how they should feel. Yeah. 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 So if you if you're not trained to a degree in that that area, don't do it. Okay, okay. So so I I, I have an appreciation now for, um, and hopefully you know the the listeners do as well. Whether you're um, experienced some mental some mental health issues, you've you've got some encouragement as a believer. It's okay. It's With, normal. It is. It is normal. Whether you're a babe in Christ or <coughs> mature in Christ. It is okay if you are struggling. It, it it doesn't prevent, you know, being a believer doesn't prevent you from having to deal with yeah. and work through what it means to be a human, right? Yeah. God knows this. Um, and he's He's given us people with gifts and graced them and as, as believers mm-hmm. um, to help us navigate those things. And if you are, if you have a loved one who is suffering from, from mental illness, Go to them in love and truth, right? Mm-hmm. Don't don't try to counsel them if that's not your ministry. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. But encourage, encourage them, them to them. seek help. Yes. Encourage yeah. them to seek help. Sometimes it's just a matter of helping them look up or look yeah. for um, psychologists or psychiatrists. Sometimes it's, um, you know, go, dropping them off or just being around when they go to the appointment yeah. or just following up and asking, how did yeah. it go? Yeah. People just, you know. Yeah. They, 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 they have no idea it. because, again, for years, again, we as a church, and particularly even in the African-American home, going to a psychiatrist or psychologist was not a mm-hmm. thing we did. Mm-hmm. You know, whether mm-hmm. it was for finances or just for a, a family name or how it looks sake. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need to go to a psychiatrist. You'll be all right. Right, right. Um, no. No, we won't. No. So we've been ignorant, and um, but we don't have to stay that way. Okay. Yeah, there are a lot of resources out there. There's a lot of... Um, now Christian counselors and Christian literature and Yay. books that you can read mm-hmm. on how to get healed and come out of certain things. And mm-hmm. you just have to take advantage of them. Yep. You know, I can know I can be healed if I take that medication or take those vitamins, but I don't reach out and take it. Yep. I'm not going to get better. Yeah. And you say, I've been praying and praying and praying. Well, I've been praying and praying and praying for many people and for my relatives who were mm-hmm. unstable, mm-hmm. you know, just emotionally unstable mm-hmm. or, you know, mentally not healthy. Yep. And it took years to get breakthroughs. Yep. And so, again, don't be discouraged, but realize that God is a healer. It yeah. doesn't matter what Satan is telling you. Yes. Are you going to be this way? You're going to be locked up in this institution the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's not no, what, no, no. That's not what my words Satan is. is a liar. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, yeah. and yes, again, he came to set the captives free. Free. And so he's more than able and willing to do that. Yeah. Pray and move your feet. Yeah. We yeah. just have to stand on his word. You yep. know, just stand on the promises of God. Yep. I 
oftentimes quote this scripture, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but love and a sound mind, mm-hmm. sound mind. This is when my kids were younger and they, you're not going to drive me crazy. You are not, you know, <laughs> because God mind. has given me the spirit of a sound mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they can tell you, Stephen, how many times your mama say that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Yep. Yep. And I bought I, a t-shirt that says it. I did <laughs> one for me and my goddaughter. Like, and mm-hmm. you have to confess it, <laughs> yes. you know, just confess it. Yes. Don't be so quick to also to accept what diagnosis that a doctor may give you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just, I don't believe in that because again, they'll say, well, you're just suffering from a panic disorder or, you know, mm-hmm. schizophrenia, bipolar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you were saying, is that what it is, doc? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we're going to prescribe this medication for this you. One pill. How many times do our doctors yeah. do that? Yeah. Oh, you just have, have a little gas in your stomach. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to take this or do this. I just recently experienced this in the natural, in the mm-hmm. physical, just mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. I had to diagnose myself mm. because he, well, I don't, I don't see anything wrong. And yeah, it's probably just, you know, gastritis or it's probably just this. And I was like, no, doc, that's not it. Mm-hmm. That ain't mm-hmm. what my body's telling me mm-hmm. what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. you know. And after just prayer and, and being resourceful myself, mm-hmm. I said, I think this is what's going on in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I go back to the doctor, yep. you know, after having a CAT scan and all this other stuff. And I say, Doc, I, I want to have this test done. Mm-hmm. I need to have this test done. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. I'll do that. Yeah. And the test came back positive. Yes, this is your problem. You mm-hmm. have a major bacterial infection in your system. Yes. And so, yeah, I need to put you on this resume. I'm like, so well, don't just freely accept the fact that he's a professional and I don't know anything about it. So mm-hmm. he said, this is what I have. So this is what I have. Mm. That may not be the case at all. So be an active participant in whatever the diagnosis or the treatment is. I think that's what I hear you saying very clearly. I'm quick to ask, well, Doc, what would cause that? That is it. Yes. And when they can't give you a root problem, oh, well, you just some people experience it. You know, some people, Mm -hmm. you know, it just comes upon them. Mm -hmm. No, there's a root cause of everything. Mm -hmm. And so we have to, again, just be proactive, be aggressive. Don't be shy and sit back and say, well, I've always been a timid person. So I didn't want to ask those questions. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to say anything. He said that I need to take these four drugs. Listen, for those people who feel like they are timid and they don't want to ask the question, here is my, like, Here's my suggestion. Write your question down beforehand mm-hmm. and just read it. Uh, you, don't, you don't even have to come up with something. Just, just write yeah. it down. And, and if you want to read it, just give it to just them. Just give it to them and yeah. say, here are my questions. Can we walk through it? And guess what? They'll read it and walk through those mm-hmm. questions. So don't let that be a hurdle or a hindrance yeah. to yeah. your healing. But but it's just it's sad the state of so many people today. And, and again, it's getting worse. I mean, everybody has a condition. Everybody mm-hmm. has a mental diagnosis. Mm-hmm. But how many are really getting treatment and getting the proper treatment yeah. that they need? Yeah. Pray about it. Yeah. That's, I mean, pray about it and pray and move your feet. Pray and and seek the help and, you know, make sure you have the support. And really pray it for it that God will raise up more godly spiritual leaders as well. Mm-hmm. Because many of them suffer and don't know how to treat themselves. So mm-hmm. how can they now treat the sheep? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so we just have to really pray for our leaders and pray for those who are called into that area. Yep. It's not a pretty area because sometimes, you know, 
I've never experienced fear from counseling anyone that had major problems. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have my procedures in place. I, you know, always mm-hmm. tell the receptionist, if I punch this button, I'm going <laughs> to come you. Mm-hmm. You need to send somebody to my office. Mm-hmm. You know, because literally I've had people, I had a couple that he pulled, she pulled out her box. It was marriage counseling. And she pulled out her box cutter and she said, I'm going to slice them up, down, in right and out. Right here. Right here. In, in your session. office. In your office. Uh-huh. <laughs> And what? I said, no, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now we're not okay. going to do that. Okay. You know? Right, <laughs> right, yeah. right. So it's not, <laughs> it's not a, a calling that's for the faint and hard. Mm-hmm. It's not a calling for those who may be really fragile themselves mm-hmm. because some of the experiences that you hear of and, and the cause of certain things, it's just kind of grieve you so deeply mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking when I see Actions being made or words being said or or things being done when I know what they're going to lead to mm-hmm. left unchecked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I've, I've counseled children who witness horrible, horrific stuff. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get the proper help now it, in their adulthood, they're going to be all them. messed up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And oftentimes it doesn't even make it to adulthood because the highest um, age group for suicide is between seven, 17 right now, and right? 35. Yeah. 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 It's like young adults. Young, yep. Yeah. So yeah. that's the group that they've suffered something, mm-hmm. you know, uh, triggered something that was planted in their, in their spirit mm-hmm. and, and now on. it's manifesting. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have to come back to this one <sighs> again because it's it like, like you said, it is, it's something it's that a is lot. important and, mm-hmm. and it is a lot. And as believers, we've, some kind of way we we've gotten to this place where you know we just we want to pray everything away and not yeah. to yeah, not to diminish action. prayer yeah, or absolutely. or how big God is not at all please don't misunderstand but it is there are certain things that God has given us the ability authority and the responsibility to do mm-hmm. and so um we just are encouraging you to do that yeah. so yeah. that's it so yeah so listeners, you know, be encouraged. It's not mm-hmm. something where you can say, oh, that's me because I'm suffering for this. Well, know now that you can get help. Yeah. Know now that God desires to, for you to be made whole, even in your mind, yep. you know. And so, and especially in your mind, because how can you stay focused on the word of God and read the word of God if mm-hmm. your mind's all over here and your mind's all shut down? Mm-hmm. So it's critical that, that we want to get help in that area. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it, y'all. We've sounded the alarm, and we've talked about mental health and mental illness. Um, We pray that something was said today that blessed you and that moves you to action. Please like and share this podcast with a friend and loved one. And you know what? We're on all the platforms, so check us out wherever you want to look for us. We're there. Uh, If you'd like more information on Code Red, please, uh, you can visit tphim.org or email us at info at tphim.org. And until the next episode. Bye.